0: Hey there, sports fans. Thank you for listening to Bantering Buds, a PNW sports podcast. If you want to follow Bantering Buds on Facebook, like us at Bantering Buds Podcast. If you want to email us with any questions or talk shit, you can reach us at banteringbudspodcast at gmail.com. And by the way, PNW is not a sex term. Bantering Buds has mature content, just like the issues of Hustler you found in your dad's sock drawer back in the 80s, you perverts.
1: ladies and gents, and welcome to the Bantering Buds PNW Podcast, hosted by Nick, Jamie, and Garrett, while produced by Kent. We, as sports fans, are here to fill you in on your weekly dose of sports, as well as some random oddities, because we like to keep things weird. We appreciate you listening to us, but make sure to go like our page on Facebook, as well as follow us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look up Bantering Buds Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and let's get ready for sports! But first,
0: what's irking you? all right this is a good one online scammers who insult my intelligence
1: (laughs) how do they insult your intelligence so
0: okay uh if anybody follows me on facebook you saw the screenshot uh so this it was a facebook friend request and the name for this it's not even a person it was a fucking okay when i say contest i'm saying in quotation marks but it said claim prize tom Brady. Not Tom Brady, because Tom Brady is, we you know, it's spelled with one D. This is Tom Brady with two Ds. So you can't fucking spell his name right. And just for shits and giggles, I was like, all right, how many people are going to fall for this? And so I think their request was you had to go to their website and fucking put in your personal information. And it was like, oh, you could win $1,000. And then, but oh, and on our Facebook page, post a screenshot of you signing up on the website. And there were like a handful of guys who I think were all from overseas, who just you know probably uh, fell yeah, for it? Fell for it. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Anyways, right. I mean,
1: know. at least it was on your Facebook, and it wasn't like you're getting these phone calls and stuff. Because that that irks me. Is getting the phone calls, right? They're
0: like, goddamn. Well, and that's the thing. I yeah, don't want yeah. Target gift cards. Right. Once, <laughs> well, like, you know, like how many times too? Like, you get those. God, either like, yeah, even like a text. Sometimes they're like, oh, your credit card has been compromised, or, or one time I had, I got one from my credit union. Yeah. And here. then, but All instead time. of falling for it, I had, I had to go to them in person. So I showed them, and then she apologized. She said it was actually their fault. They had sent out this like massive. Text that's probably some intern fucked up. I guess. See, and
2: I heard that if you pick up the phone, like they'll just they'll go, oh this this number works, so they'll keep calling, and then they'll put you on more lists. (sighs) So don't call. Like pick up, say please don't call me, because that will put you on like twenty more lists. Stop calling me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what's irking me is okay, I acquired a pizza dough, right, Mm. and I had to use it up before it was gonna go bad, right? Yeah. I couldn't get that dough round. Okay, and I and so I realized that flatbread flatbread pizza is just basically a pizza you couldn't make round change my mind
1: really just like you just pound the shit out of it yeah and <laughs> yeah, i could not no, make it yeah. i
2: could not make it round so and when they say oh i'm serving a flatbread pizza basically it says hi i can't make this pizza round that's that's what it is right <laughs> just it's the take same it as thing it is
1: just take this pizza right so
2: don't be like oh it's gourmet it's like no your cook can't like throw it up and make it around Pizza crust—that's hey,
1: what flatbread is. Improvisation. Is well, amazing. remember elementary school Especially pizzas? The kitchen, they man. were
0: always on those flat cookies. Oh cookie
1: God, sheets, they're always square. The square in yeah. the but cookie sheets. More rectangle. So I, yeah, I love true. square cut pizza, like still round pizza, but you cut it in squares. And mm. I don't know, it just hits differently than a triangle slice. Mm. But triangle slices flat also. Flatbread isn't like
2: a square perfect. It's like smeared mm. sides, kind of yeah. burnt, kind of not. Kinda yeah, you s- get yeah. different angles yeah. and
1: right triangles yeah. and shit. So. <laughs> What's irking me this week is that. Uh, when you like wear something with like a band or some text on your t shirt or whatever, and people just feel the need to read it aloud to you, as if you didn't know what you were wearing. You're like, Thanks, guy. Like, what's that all about? Yeah. It's a band. Oh, what kind of band? Like, oh dude, just fucking stop while you're ahead. <laughs> just stop. That's like awesome. I have one that says, Here comes the pain Oh, here comes the pain and like Okay, guy. Okay, guy. You quite are just hilarious. Let's get into sports punch. As for men's basketball, we have freshman Jalen Johnson who's opting out of the remainder of Duke's season to begin preparation for the NBA draft. He quotes, I appreciate everything about my time at Duke. Coach Shazewski and my teammates in the program have been nothing but supportive throughout the season, especially during the rehab of my foot injury. My family, coach, and I have made the decision that I should not play the remainder of the season so I can be 100% healthy in preparation for the NBA draft. Um, Do you blame him?
0: I do not because right now. Duke sucks. um,
1: They're not even making I'm not. I'm
0: not a Duke hater. But the popular catchphrase or popular hashtag for a long time has been Duke sucks, Uh, you know, but for a long time, but, but yeah, you're, yeah, you're probably not going to make the tournament Mm -hmm. if right. I don't know if they're right, but yeah, yeah, your record sucks. Your team is stink on ice and
2: they're not doing. Yeah.
0: Why put the risk forward? (laughs) And And does it really
2: risk like when it comes to the draft? like if, if no not at it. all I mean, like like so Nick why? Bosa
0: from the 49ers he
1: opted out of uh, bowl games for yeah. his team just because he was like fuck that I'm not gonna people were making fun of him they're like oh come on you're not gonna finish the season or whatever he's like nah I'm still gonna get drafted and he's
2: crushing it in the yeah. NFL can oh, you yeah. imagine see, he's if he's right. so, a huge okay, injury so he's one of the best right oh yeah and then okay so they were basically talking and what's what's kind of weird is is yeah like okay you know he's healing let's get him ready or whatever I was fine with that but did you see what he tweeted out what He tweeted out something like um, um, Everyone's doing what's best for them Now it's my turn To do what's best for me Or something like that Like I mean Yeah So I don't know Especially
1: like with with COVID and shit going on It's like they have postponed games that they need to play, and he's just kind of like, you know, fuck that. If it, if we're not even gonna make tournament, what's even the point? What's it, why even try? Could and the, I get could it. Could
2: the coach make him play though? So do you um, think it's for sure the coach? I mean, is like- the
1: coach. I mean, you physically you can't. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If he's not gonna play, he's not gonna play. Okay. Uh, the coach could. Shostevsky definitely has pull. What's
2: in it for him to not let um, him finish out?
1: Uh, he wouldn't. He, there's nothing. Like no, no. Yeah, he already has NBA, and I mean, honestly, they're not even if they made. Um, March Madness, like say they mm-hmm. did make the tournament.
0: They'd, They'd fizzle out. Yeah, quickly. they would
1: lose they're gonna lose for week one, week two, unless they're like the biggest upset of all time. Okay. Which won't happen.
2: They just want to leave them just the way it is, right? Totally, yeah. yeah.
1: But, I mean, and it, 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 correlates, and it correlates from, you know, NCAA men's basketball to NCAA men's football. It correlates to all these NCAA sports where where these students are realizing, like, like, yo, I'm better than all these other people. I'm a professional. Why should I even keep playing for you? I'm not getting paid. Fuck you. I'm going to wait my time out, and I'm going to get paid. I'm definitely going to get drafted. I don't care if I go first. I know I'm going to get drafted. Right. I know I'm going to be a great player. And you know, it's kind of just showing, like NCAA, like step it up, like do something that to like promote people actually staying four years. If you can get an athlete that's um, like of like a rank quality to stay on a, on a school for four years, epoch, yeah. even three years at this point, right. you're, you're doing something There's crazy. There's like some
2: right. sort of trend, though. Everybody's just hopping and getting out of their contracts. Is they don't it just, want to, because they see all the money. Is it just because this year has been so crazy with COVID? Or? Totally,
1: and then, I mean, honestly, of all sports, so we've watched MLB. They, they started off a little eh, with COVID, but then they picked it up by playoffs. Hockey did great. Basketball did great with the bubble. Football did wonderfully, but NCAA... Met, like basketball and football, they've dropped the ball significantly. Like we didn't know yeah. if we were gonna have starters for the for the final game in the in the BCS bowl. Like we didn't know, mm-hmm. and it's it's the it's the Ballet. It's it's their their handling of things is just horrendous. Uh, but off of him, we'll get into Boston College men's basketball coach uh, Jim Christian just got fired in the midst of a three and thirteen season. Christian went 78 and 132 overall with 26 and 94 in conference play at Boston college. You uh, dub. Are you listening? Right.
2: I don't know. No, because no, no, no. Uh, he, they just extended his two year contract for one and they fired him. Like, I mean, they fired him. So do we really want him? What happened? No,
1: we don't know. We don't want Jim Christensen. Okay. No, I'm just saying we need to fire (laughs) our coach. Like, 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 take one out (laughs) of (laughs) their book, fire our (laughs) guy, and get him out of there. Um, Because for the Pac-12, we have UCLA Bruins and the Oregon Ducks, quack, quack, that are on the Class of the tournament. They're taking the nine and (laughs) ten spots. And get this. Eastern Washington, hailing from the Big Sky Conference, currently is predicted to be a 15 seed. The team has zero Final Four appearances, lost both of their opening games to the tournament hey eastern washington's gonna make it you dub where you at hey <laughs> good go for eagle
0: good for eastern washington
1: car motherfucker car hey you know even though i
0: dated so even though i dated somebody who's an eastern alum and she was a total head case i'll still root for him no yeah well
1: <laughs> i'm just happy some some fucking team from washington is gonna make it yeah. hey and i mean honestly the big sky is is a little bit more pacific northwest than the pac-12 is so hey let's go big sky conference yeah you make a name for yourself Hell yeah off of uh, college sports, let's get to the MLS. Despite the financial downturn across the globe, clubs in Europe's top five leagues still spent over 4.6 billion euros in summer, uh, a drop of 43% from when compared to 2019. Um, but this year, Messi is going to be a free agent, arguably one of the greatest players to ever play soccer. Uh, he just had a clash with his club in Barcelona last year, so there's no ideas where he can go. But he's going to want cash. So what does that mean for teams that are now down in cash but still want to pick up Messi? Sorry, they're going to try to keep
2: him though. They're uh, going to try their hardest to keep him.
1: Barcelona, no, they're they're getting rid of him. He's not going. He's so. not, he's not playing for him. No, definitely not. He, he's he's going to leave. Hundred uh, percent. The biggest thing too is you want to
2: put a wager on that?
1: Yeah, I'll okay. definitely play put okay. a wager on that. Uh,
2: do the whole uh, wear clothes backwards again? I like that one.
1: How about this? <laughs> Loser has to uh, chug a, a warm, uh, not a warm beer, lukewarm beer, room temp beer. Okay. Room room temp Rainier. Okay. We'll shake sure. on it. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, I'm you think Say Messi's going to stay in I'll, Barcelona? I'll take, yeah. Why?
2: Because they want to keep him. They want to keep him, and they're yeah, try. but he he's wants expensive. to leave.
1: But he wants to leave. He's wanted to leave. He's he's
0: he's made it known that he wants to leave. Is our
2: bet still on? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. No, hey,
0: we'll do it. All right. I can't wait to see this. (laughs) I don't care who loses. This is going to be great. Yeah, Nick (laughs) has some information on the NBA for us, though. Let's start it off. Yeah, to start it off, so uh, a really sad uh, event for the Seattle sports community. Uh, Christopher Brannon, also known as Sonics Guy, passed away this past week. All right. So, yeah. So, with his passing, obviously, the Seattle sports community has lost one of its best members. Um, Ever since the Sonics were taken from us in 2008, (laughs) he... (laughs) okay really
1: <laughs> i'm sorry i don't mean to laugh during this but like the sonics were taking i hear sarah mclaughlin playing in the background <laughs> in the arms of the
2: sonics go away okay see nick is pouting a little bit and crying
0: sorry I keep going i'm sorry that was really i amazing. don't want to laugh because because uncle nick wants to choke a bitch okay <laughs> so, okay. Sorry. Sorry. okay so after okay so after the, it was after the sonics left in 08 um he just did whatever he could to remind people of what we lost and how we should try to get it back again and he he was absolutely known for regular appearances outside uh, local events whether sporting events so mariners games sounders seahawks uw football even pacific lutheran football games in his hometown of tacoma um and uh, so I did. I did follow him on Facebook, but and I the, but it, it was great seeing him outside, like especially Seahawks or Mariners games. But he just always had a smile on his face and beautiful guy. Yeah, and he was easy to recognize because he, he huge afro and he had the mutton chops going, mm-hmm. and then usually like a Sonics tracksuit or some other Sonics attire, and always had a creative sign and just loved talking with people and getting pictures taken with him. So um, yeah, he 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 will be missed. But it, so when we get our team back hopefully you can be honored way. whether it's a banner inside the arena or I, I even a I tell even a statue outside the arena would be incredible
1: i think we should just have we should have a dick's burger joint inside the arena and he's somehow affiliated with that you know because dick's burgers is more seattle than everything and mm-hmm. so uh, r.i.p that guy yeah mm. <laughs> no! Don't, don't talk oh, about Starbucks, God. In, front oh, God. If Starbucks in front of Nick. Don't uh, bring up Starbucks in front of Nick. On to the <laughs> on to some better news in the NBA. Uh, Golden State Warriors forward Draymond Green devoted almost the entirety of his post game news conference Monday, calling to the out the NBA's treatment um, of its players and a bunch of other stuff. So basically, uh, there's a clip. Uh, ESPN d- documented it, and you can watch it on there. Or um, I'm just kind of kind of go over it. Basically. What Draymond mentions in this is that it's unfair the treatment that players have and teams have. Essentially, what happened was um, the Warriors were playing the Cavs, okay? And they had to take... So they had Andre Drummond is being traded from the Cavs, okay? So they had Drummond before the game. He had to go sit on the sidelines, and then he had to go back and then come out in street clothes because the team was going to go trade him. So he had to find out during the game that the team was going to go trade him. He had to go put on his normal clothes and then go back to sit on the bench and wait with the team. And you're expected as a player to have this sort of professionalism once a team tells you that you're going to be traded as spontaneous as it is because if we watch a couple of years ago DeMarcus Cousins found out that he was getting traded in a post-game conference the team didn't even tell him a reporter had to tell him and it's like that's fucked up that you're you're finding out you're losing your job through someone else other than your, your employer and all that stuff and he's right he has and a it, point it's like you know when James Harden you know threw the tantrum about getting traded we you know even we were guilty of it we were kind of badgering the guy about yeah. it be like hey you shouldn't have to like pout and stuff blah 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 mm-hmm. but it's like no man it's like you've really left these guys nothing to do it's like if it, it gets to the point where it's like yeah you could you could start me you could put me on your team but i'm gonna stand i'm not gonna play like fuck you yeah trade me and it's like and, and it's just like and it and it shows because now i just don't
2: feel like like puzzle pieces or something or game pieces. totally That's exactly
1: totally and, and it also shows teams it's like if you don't have a culture around your team you're not going to get players like when, when you lose, when you lose that culture in your team, like people want to come play for the Seahawks because they know how Pete Carroll is with his, with his team. Players love that. He gives them all free reign. He basically says, Hey, you don't get a second chance. So don't fuck up, but we're cool. Yeah. Do what you want. Right. You know, and it, it it correlates, you know, it it draws people together or you have, you know, what, like what was the Patriots where it's like, Hey, there's camaraderie. People want to go there because they know how it is in, in new England. They know, The level of of professionalism that they hold, or there's other teams in you know other sports and stuff like that. But it's like it just kind of shows you like, hey, like Houston, you lost Deshaun Watson, you lost James Harden, you lost JJ Watt. The Astros now have an asterisk on their (laughs) World Series title. Houston, you are losing almost all of your sports teams right now, and and it goes to show it's not just the teams, it's the ownership and it's the community. Yeah, and that's why. It is upsetting. I know I, I always dog the Sonics for like being lost, but it, it's upsetting when, a, when a, a team or a city worthy of a team gets deprived of that. And, and Draymond Green's just basically calling it out. And you know what's funny is that he's talking about dudes getting fined for speaking their minds, and he's definitely going to get fined for this interview, yeah. even like, though he's yeah. just speaking his mind and speaking truths. But off of Dreadmont Green, let's get to our boy, Dame Lillard. The Blazers are hot right now on a four-game win streak, currently 16-10. The Blazers hold the fifth spot in the West, only six games back from the Western leader and divisional opponent, the Utah Jazz. And I don't know if you two saw it, but Dame literally crushed the Thunder on his own. Fuck yeah. So he went like 1-9 into the fourth quarter, so he was not doing great. It just was not his game. And then all of a sudden... His, like Cantor even said it on, his, on, our, on the Blazers scene. He goes, this dude's a cheat code. All of a sudden, he's doing step-back threes. He's letting people in his face and just draining buckets. And he had, he had like, at one point, they were up 10 points. And Lillard had two guys on him guarding him because they started double-teaming him because he's like, he's just dropping threes at this point. He passes the ball off to Carmelo Anthony. One of the defenders gets off. They both turn their head for a split second. Anthony passes the ball directly back to Dame, and Dame's three-pointer. And it's like, dude, how do you go from double coverage and in a half a second you're open for a shot? It's, yeah. like, it's insane. This dude's crushing it. I hope we make playoffs. I can't wait for McCollum to get back so we get better as a unit. But let's get off of the Blazers. because I really love them right now. Let's talk about the Mariners.
2: Okay, so Paxton and Seattle Mariners are in agreement on a one-year million dollar deal and he's going to be returning to the pacific northwest um he's 32 and he played with the mariners from 2013 to 2018 striking out 617 and walking 168 in 582 and the third innings um he's been traded to the yankees in november or um, 2018, um, but uh,
1: so when I first heard about this news,
2: yeah, we got rid of him, but now he's back.
1: So. Yeah, so what's funny about this is that is the two players that we traded him for are he's still, still on, on our team, team yeah. and then we just got him back. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like ha 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 Yankees, you just got conned. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so at first, you know, I get what people. Most Seattleites and Mariners fans are going to be like, "No, we don't want him back. He's getting old. He's getting injury prone. Eight point five is a lot of money to be asking for a guy who coming off injuries." But let's let's think about this, okay? We are in the in in the in in the throes of a rebuild. We need veterans who it are does good. It gives us credibility. It does. He can help our bullpen. He is right next to Justice Sheffield right now. Like, hey, that's our best rookie right there. Like, dude. Here's how. Here's how you go about it. No matter what, even though he's injury prone, he's not playing. You know the full number of games he needs he's to gonna be playing. Be in the six,
2: he's the still a clutch rotation. Yeah, right. he's the he's cap. still clutch.
1: Yeah, he'll right. still be in rotation. He's still going to win games. So and it's a one year deal.
0: Yeah. And plus, baseball doesn't have the traditional salary cap anyhow. Totally. So, so like, that's like, the, that's like, like, the other like, thing. No, yeah. even yeah. when
2: we were talking about it, it's like they were so young. It's like we needed. We needed <laughs> but so a so there might not be
1: the salary cap, but we do know that the Mariners have a limitation in their funds. You know what I mean? They're not the greatest team for a while now. We have that huge playoff drought. This was the best. We're not receiving as much money as other teams are are receiving. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So it doesn't doesn't mean that we have just because we don't have a salary cap. It doesn't mean we have the world's infinite amount of funds for players. But we are saving so much money this year by by all of our prospects, all these rookies, all these young guys coming out on really cheap contracts. We're getting them playtime, we're seeing how they work. All I'm saying is if somehow Paxton can win a couple games when our hits are in line. This goes to the playoffs. I, yeah, it's it well, not even playoffs. At this point, I'm kind of hoping for five hundred. If we make playoffs, don't get me wrong. Fuck yeah. But I'm just hoping for high five hundred. If we can hit five hundred and have a questionable, like, ah, uh, there was a couple of games we got screwed on. I will I will be easy about this season. That I will rest easy so at night. My knowing. thoughts
2: on um, the eight point five million, right? what it buys us is it buys us veteran's presence right i mean it's going to he's going to going to be in the rotation and stuff it's going to be good totally. just for the team for that um, and the young guys will still be able to play then he's not going to be playing the whole time yeah. right um he's a fan favorite totally okay do Big you remember, maple. do you remember what the remember what the coach said when he left uh, um which, which is in november of 2018 uh, they said something about like hey with hopes to get you back someday. Did you read that? No, it was, yeah. It was a really cool one. Um and then plus with that two uh eight point five, he's a trade piece, right? No, totally. So it's only for a year, you know what I mean? So then if we're doing well, we can keep him if he wants to stay. If not, we could probably get something really good for him. So
1: No yeah, and I mean realistically, like some of the some of the top pitchers in the league right now are making I mean max I, th- I wanna say like twelve mil a year. Um and so average
2: I think they Pretty, spent money above, right above above
1: average guys are about 10 million. He's 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 It's going to get the fans excited too. When he's healthy, he's an above average talent. That's a steal. But the biggest thing is the risk. And I and that that's that's why people are a little bit upset about it is that the risk. Like if he gets hurt one more time and is is it is a significant injury, he's gone. But it's a one-year deal. If it happens at the end of the season, cool. And, and I get it. You know, there's not there's not much of a bite. But during this rebuilding year, it's important to see our young guys. So you right.
2: mentioned that, like, you know, we're kind of like low on funds, right? This can do nothing but bring funds to Seattle. Oh, totally. He's from the Northwest. Yep. Well, actually, I think it's uh, closer. I think I read somewhere closer to Canada. Yeah. But, I mean, that can't be wrong. I mean, I'm sorry, but I think that last, last week when we were talking about it, we were excited. I think this raises the level of totally. excitement. Totally. For sure, having him.
0: And not a one-year, just real quick, like a one-year deal. You know he's going to bust his ass.
2: Oh, 100%. Right. Because, because yeah. even, even, he yeah, even, even
0: if he doesn't want to stay in Seattle, it's like, you know what? I gotta show my stuff, so some uh, some other. Yeah, this team is might my have. last year right? of making that yeah. money.
2: Exactly,
1: it literally is. Another uh, MLB news: X Men Billy Hamilton done a deal with uh, the Indians for one million dollars in the majors plus nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars incentives. Uh, the Cleveland outfielder Billy Hamilton is basically a subpar kind of guy, but he steals a lot of bases. Um, uh, he was with the Reds for a while, so let's see how he does with the Indians uh, on to the NHL though. Let's get off of some baseball. Let's get to my favorite sport, NHL. If Seattle had a female hockey team, what would you like the name to be?
2: Do you have one in mind?
1: I mean, I have I think Seattle Rainiers would be the best thing. The Baristas? Oh, oh god, Nick. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> like, this what? misogynist asshole. Over no, here. I'm not, no, no, what? No, cool. No, yeah. Totally. <laughs> it's a gender neutral no, yeah. term. Yeah, talk about women in work, you know totally <laughs> What I'm just, I'm just <laughs> joking. I'm just teething uh, you. Yeah. The, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs acquire Alex Galchenyuk from the Carolina Hurricanes. In exchange for forward Igor Korshkov and defenseman David Warsawski, Alex Galchenyuk has a new home for the second time in just over 48 hours. He appeared in eight games with the Senators this season after signing a one-year contract for just over $1 million in free agency, registering one goal before he was shipped to Carolina along with Patrick P'cute, and winger Ryan Dzingel. Nick, do you yes. want to talk to us about some football, But Sure. Even
0: though it's the offseason. Post Post-Super we'll Bowl, but football. here we go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the Eagles have been talking to the Seahawks and Colts about a trade for Zach Ertz. Boo. Uh, Titans expect to be dealt, but it may be after Carson Wentz gets traded first. And what are the chances the Titan QB are not a package deal or... Maybe do a deal with a tight end and an offensive tackle.
1: Uh, I don't see a huge package deal.
0: I would love to
1: see. Um, uh, what's Travis Kelsey's brother that was on the Eagles? Um, oh, his brother's on the Eagles. Matt, I want to say Matt Kelsey or some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah, uh, he's on. Yeah, the, he's he's a he's an offensive lineman for the Eagles. I hope, uh, if he got traded with Carson Wentz, I, I would feel bad for him because I'm sure he wants to get out of that fucking situation. Mm-hmm. Um. Unfortunately, my bears are talking to Carson Wentz, which is stupid. Um, uh, he, he's a backup. Carson's a backup. Yeah. I'm sorry. just It is what it is. Zach Ertz, don't get me wrong. He's a good tight end. He right. d- had no productivity last year. Helped Carson Wentz in no way. So I'm kind of just like, eh, about him. Yeah. I'd have to see a little bit more film and see how he's like working out and stuff. But if he comes on a deal, I won't mind it. If he's asking for a lot of money, right. fuck you, buddy. Get out of here.
0: So the Kelsey brother in the Eagles, uh, it's, it's Jason, J- Travis. Yeah, Jason, Jason. Yeah. So it's by Jason Kelsey. It's <laughs> not always easy to remember his first name as one of the Kelsey brothers. Yeah. But, but is he, is he's he, the other Kelsey but, brother. But he, he's the Kelsey yeah. brother. The way you remember him is he was the dude when the, the Eagles had their victory parade after winning the Super Bowl. He had like the full on like genie costume. And oh, that, yeah. That, 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 that big ass genie hat. It was, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> just Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Anyways, on to free agency for 2021. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about free agency. So ranking the top 10 players, uh, free agency. Not necessarily players that are going to come to
1: the Seahawks,
0: just in general. Right, right, right. The top free agents that are available. So here we go. Dak Prescott, quarterback, uh, Cowboys. He's 27 years old. Chris Godwin, wide receiver, Buccaneers, twenty four, just won
1: that freaking Super Bowl.
0: That's dollar dollar bills, y'all. Dude, he's a good receiver. I'd
1: like actually, he would be a great wide receiver too on the Seahawks. Although he's probably going to try to get wide receiver one because he's so cocky. But he would be great next to Matt and Lockett. Oh yeah, just saying, he's a lot of money. Yeah,
0: Uh, Allen Robinson, wide receiver for Garrett Chicago Bears. Honestly, if
1: I'm going to see him, I love Allen Robinson, and if I'm going to see him go to a team, I want to see him go to the Seahawks. But yep. again Seahawks don't urgently need that yep. wide out.
0: Yep. Uh Shaquille Barrett Edge Buccaneers age 28. Please come to, come to Seattle. Seattle. Oh yeah.
2: fanboy <laughs> uh, right now. Dude, Let's we need
1: it? we need some of these these guys are so de- he did you not see him, like chase Patrick Mahomes all over the yeah. field? Oh, yeah, yeah. That dude is ready to go, and he's he's strong, he's fast. He would be a danger on the Seahawks oh, yeah. defensive line, and that helps Jamal Adams out because yeah. then he doesn't have
0: to. He can work on his pass coverage like we really freaking need him to. Yep. Yeah. All right. Continuing the list, Justin, ugh, Justin Simmons, safety. Denver ass ponies. I'm sorry. Also known as the Broncos. Yeah, age 27. Uh, number six, Trent Williams, offensive tackle, 49ers, 32. Uh, yeah, I think too many injury issues kind of. So, totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Aaron Jones, running back, Packers, would 26. Would
1: love to see him. I would put him running back one carson running back
0: too and that's a dangerous and carson's probably really. gonna leave the seahawks anyhow that's, really yeah, yeah that's been laced yeah. right now it's not it's not gonna happen so really? he just didn't produce man he yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's our old line to blame yeah. not him but and then rounding out uh so last three in the top 10 anthony harris safety vikings age 29 kenny galladay wide receiver lions age 27 and then Leonard Williams, defensive end, Giants, age 26.
1: Uh, I expect Galladay to uh, stay on the lines for another year now that um, I think they might sign him to another contract, especially now that Goff's back. It depends how he reacted to it and stuff like that. But, yeah, you could see him gone. Uh, but other than free agents, let's yes. talk about people who should just fucking retire.
0: Yes.
2: Cool. <laughs> just get out of the
0: league. <laughs> All right. There might, um, so just kind of. Looking over kind of the older players, and there also might be some personal bias in this. So here we go. Number one, Tom Brady, because yep. it's getting old. Get
1: him out of here! He's just one
0: asshole. Too you know, much. Yeah. You know
2: that <sighs> even after um, he retires, they're still going to be talking about him like oh, forever. he's the goat. I mean,
0: he yeah. he is the goat. Yeah, I can't. He is football. I can I don't like it. <laughs> he I, is football. I don't. I well here you know, here's my take. Hold on, hold on. I don't like it. But I know it's true. Yes, thank yes. you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Although That's I will, well I will be honest. I will put asterisks next to some of his titles because they're kind of questionable. Yeah, Spygate, spy, Spygate, cheating. But I'm just saying, Spygate. Ul- ultimately, the deflate Gate. <laughs> the Robert Kraft handjob incident of
0: well, that, 2018. Well, that has nothing to do with the Super Bowl. That's just hilarious. <laughs> he paid for it. No, I just kidding. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Speaking of old quarterbacks, Drew Brees. So he turned 42 in January, but he already has a broadcasting deal with NBC once he retires from football. So
1: he's he's announced he's going to retire officially. It's not set in stone, but he is. Yeah,
0: it's looking that way. Um, And I honestly, speaking as somebody as a who's also 42. It kind of feels weird calling him an old You're man. you like, get it. Yeah, when get he out walked of out off it.
2: that field and he like, looked at the fans, it's like I could see it in his eyes that he was really done. I oh, wish yeah. he would have went on.
1: In I the out right way, win, though. You know? It, yeah. it yeah. was it was very inspirational. To and him. I just, by the way, Any I, I want to
0: thank him again because in the 2000 Rose, 2001 Rose Bowl against the Huskies, he was playing for Purdue, yeah. and the Huskies were able to cover the spread. And I won some money, so thank you, Drew Brees. Once again, Nick,
1: Nick, Nick, bringing out the shovel and bringing up wow, the pass. Drew Brees. Old shit. I know.
0: Essay <laughs> um, by,
2: by Nick. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, another one. Gronk. He's already retired once, and just like Brady, it's getting old, dude. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I'd lo- I think I would love to see Gronk like retire, go to the WWE, because I think he would do great as a wrestling superstar, but I also, I, dude, he showed that he's,
2: he's interested in different things. He's still a beast,
1: dude. He's still a beast. He wants to be, he
2: wants to be like in movies and stuff. Oh, totally. Yeah. But like, again, I think he was probably going to stick with Tom Brady. Like, I mean, right. Yep. So,
0: (laughs) you know, and I can't fully hate Gronk because yeah, he's kind of too old to be acting like he's still in college, but then with some self-reflection, I still act like I'm in college. My thing is though, (laughs) if you feel.
1: If you are a multimillionaire, you're doing something right. So just keep doing what you're doing. Yep.
2: I don't want to like Gronk, but I do. Like when he was, <laughs> when he was giving those tickets away uh, to the um, healthcare workers to see him oh, the yep, Super yep. Bowl, he was so sweet. I, I forwarded you guys that. No, idea. yeah. And he was like so genuine. He
0: is a class act, yeah. as,
1: as, as little as you'd like to
2: yeah.
0: respect Well, he's know, not too. always a class act. <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember that Gronk family cruise? Like if you went on if you went on that cruise and you, even if you didn't get laid you probably got herpes some other way just <laughs> oh, touching a doorknob. God. Anyways, oh, okay, uh, continuing along. Sean Lee, linebacker, Cowboys. Already in his thirties and he's frequently injured, so just getting beaten up. Yep. Uh, number five, Adrian Peterson, thirty-five years old. And he's playing for the Lions. Um, and plus now with Goff being the quarterback, I don't see their stock rising. Dude, so, that, yeah. that,
1: I, I think he yeah. said he wants to play until he's like 40-something. And I'm like, he dude, might be, he, you,
0: he, you're a running back. As a I know, backup, but, he might be able to. But, yeah. but he was, and he was, cut, he was cut. Well, the reason he's playing Detroit is he was cut from Washington after training camp.
1: Well, shit. I mean, yeah. uh, at
0: this point, he's probably only
1: taking a $100,000 salary. So it's like, if you're only paying 100000 a year, I'll, well, take, I'll, I'll, that, I'll keep, keep AP on my fucking but, <laughs> uh, um, on the like no. RB3 position. Um, Hell yeah.
0: And you know, th- I I hate saying this one um bec- because he is one of those players that everybody loves no uh-huh. matter what. Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, and e- even if it, it, my it, friends
2: call call yeah. him um Gerald FitzLarry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so even even as much as I hate the Cardinals, dude, you can't hate Fitz. Um but yeah, everybody loves him, but it just uh yeah, he's 37 and um and by the way, his last year was Arizona. It was a one-year contract, so I think it's a good sign he's ready to retire.
1: Oh yeah, I think also too. I saw that he was like right after his last game, he pretty much kind of made it clear. But dude, no, yeah, the guy's a class act. He is the How old epitome
2: of
0: humble. How old is he? Uh, 37. Thirty-seven. Is that
2: is that really considered old though? I mean, for a receiver.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah, yeah, for yeah for for a kicker. A kicker, you'd be like, oh yeah, you've got well, Vinat- mi- you got so much. You got miles I'll say, yeah, but, yeah we'll fucking yeah, yeah, forty-seven, yeah. trying to go fifty.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, yeah, it, uh, yeah. It, it
1: really depends on yeah the position yeah, yeah. you're playing, Um and also like when you came into the league, like you have a lot of like, especially kickers, like you know they get like, uh, like we have Michael Dixon, we picked him up from the Australian Football League. You mm. know what I mean? He wasn't an NFL player. He didn't play NFL. I mean, he did play. Did he play college?
2: I mean, pending on. The I know. He, I know he played
1: AFL. Yeah. I know he played. Um,
2: it takes longer Australian to heal football. when you're yeah. older. I mean, pending oh, totally. on, on the air. Yeah, the air but, air.
1: but you know, and that's the thing too. If you're, but like what we said, like with with hockey veterans, like that's the thing. Like like Ovechkin's pushing forty. Like th- he's 38, 39 right now, pushing forty, and he could play for a while just because he still knows how to mo- glide on the ice. He knows where to put the puck. He knows where to put his body to block a puck, and that's and it's. It is different with like, you know, sport to sport, like that veteran mentality.
2: Football's using your body yeah. versus like, you know, I don't know, just with um, with hockey, it's just, it yeah. seems like it's a little bit more than just body. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right. Number seven, Jordan Reed, tight end, San Francisco. Laundry list of injuries. Um, yeah. One more and he could easily be on his way to ending his playing career. Um Plus, you know, playing his tight end, you're you're behind on the depth chart yeah. after George Kittle. Sorry, and you're just yeah, 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 out. Yeah, number eight, Ben Roethlisberger, also known as Rapist Burger on the Steelers. <laughs> I hate that fuck. And I don't know. Anyways, no, yeah, yeah, he sucks. Yeah. He's a fuck. Yeah. Get him out. <laughs> Adam Vin Terry, uh, dude is 47 years old. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Um,
2: no, he's oh, inspiring. I, he's inspiring.
1: Yeah, right. No, he's partially inspiring. Older. I also want to give like another honorable mention to Matt Schaub because you backed up Mike Vick and you're backing up Matt Ryan right now. Like you just, you just led your career as a backup, so you're making money doing nothing, so way to go, dude.
0: Yeah, and by the way, since Matt Schaub is kind of the backup for number nine, uh, Matt Schaub's claim to fame is it was he was a Texan, wasn't he? Yeah, it was when he was playing for the Texans, but he had so many picks in one game that some restaurant in Houston had the Matt Shaw burger where you get to pick six toppings. <laughs> they, had, they had it on a chalkboard. <laughs> that is your claim to frame, claim to fame, dude. All right. Um, and then running out the list, uh, number 10, 10 Ted Ginn, uh, wide receiver for the Bears, 35 years old. And that. yeah, That's too his, close to Ed This production, Sorry. yeah, right? <laughs> it's too close to Ed Gein.
1: And a dishonorable mention we're going to give to RG3 because even though he is young, you still fucking suck, dude. We're going to take a little break right now. We're going to come back with some fun sports superstitions. So please stay tuned. As for now, we are the Bansering Buds. (laughs) Jackstrap Pawn Shop. Got Pete Carroll's used gum? I'll take it. Got a used tissue from Marshawn after Super Bowl 49? I'll take it. You got the only used condom ever worn by Sean Kemp? I'll take it. Fuck it. I'll take it just about anything. Jackstrap shop Pawn Shop. Specializing in all sports merchandise.
2: Hello, Sports Disciples, and thank you for continuing to listen. The Bannering Buzz are back, but first, please make sure to like and follow us on Facebook, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and now iTunes. As always, we like to give the audience some exciting moments other than sports, so today we have ultimate rock, paper, scissors, headlines, and superstitions. Just get
1: on with it already. Let's get into some rock, paper, scissors, ladies and gentlemen. I'm due for one, aren't I? Ready? Rock!
0: Paper. Scissors.
1: Oh, we beat Nick! Ah!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. My my streak just ended. Check it, Daddy. Check check it, Daddy.
2: See what happens when Garrett and I combine forces? We take down the Nick. Nick.
1: We take down Nick, yeah. Well, no. yeah, finally. <laughs> After, you like, can't what? take down
0: Nicky, you're going to hope to, to say, contain him. <laughs> it feels like <laughs> this is like the
1: sixth week in a row we've done this, or seventh, and we've <laughs> finally got it. Oh,
0: wishy-washy, uh, it tastes like a little bit of Ireland. <laughs> Let's get into some headlines, guys.
2: Okay, so archaeologists have discovered an ancient beer factory in Egypt, this massive 5,000-year-old brewery in the ancient Egyptian city of, oh gosh, Abedos? Yeah. Likely dates back to the reign of King Narmer <laughs> around three hundred and oh what was that? Three thousand one hundred BC. The ministry said in a statement on Saturday, making this the oldest brewery found. Wow.
1: That's kinda of, kind of awesome. <laughs> we love beer and we love breweries and stuff, so I mean the fact
0: that it's that old, you know. Uh Nick, what have you got for us today? Sure. This okay. So this story involves Florida Man, <laughs> of course. But it's it's actually Florida Man not doing something messed up. Something messed up happened to Florida Man. <laughs> uh, so the headline: Hungry Alligator Steals Florida Man's Golf Ball. So this is this is like a real life version of Happy Gilmore. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, a Florida, a Florida golfer ended up finding. Um, an exception to the plate-as-it-lies rule when an alligator grabbed his ball in its mouth and swam away. <laughs> Mark Goldstein said he was playing Monday at the Pelican Sound Golf Club in Estero when an errant shot left his ball rolling toward a pond. Goldstein said he arrived at the pond and ended up getting his phone out to record video when he saw him the ball was in the mouth of an alligator. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the video's great, too. So the video shows alligator holding the ball in its mouth for a few minutes before swimming off with the pilfered item. What a dick. So hopefully... Uh, <laughs> um you know I, i'm not familiar with their digestive systems but hopefully it can just pass up golf ball without it getting stuck <laughs> in this digestive tract Superstitions,
1: some superstitions in the sports world that are pretty funny and kind of weird to,
0: to, to uh, you know talk about um so let's get into it guys all right the P Boys, Moises Alou and Leota Machida, have some uni- unique taste when it came to their superstitions. Uh, Alou is known for not wearing batting gloves. And as we all know, most batters wear um, batting gloves for shock absorbs and so their hands don't hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So he told everyone he wants to strengthen his hands. How do you do it? Um, by peeing on his hands. <laughs> so go- golden shower on your hands. I, I, I'm i not a doctor, but I don't think that works. <laughs> you know what?
2: I'm, I'm going to say um, something with, with beauty products. So uric acid and urea, it's mm-hmm. it's a way to mess with the pH balance of your skin. Mm-hmm. And it actually uh, makes it so when you, when you lower that pH, will make lotions that you... Like um, use make your hands softer, so it actually will make them softer, not harder. Wow! Oh,
1: I wish she would have told him that mm-hmm. before he started peeing on his <laughs> hands. The no, they sell it with. It's it funny though. They every they sell every time you like see that. him play, though, like none of his none of his teammates will ever touch this. Like let him touch them, like with his hands and stuff. They'll always like give him like the elbow and stuff <laughs> like that because they're like, dude, get your fucking hands away from me. Yeah, yeah, like cosmetologists <laughs> yeah.
2: and stuff. No, it's like it's just made with um, urea and it's uh, synthetic uh, bovine urine. Right.
0: And then with oh so
2: <laughs> The more you know. Yeah.
0: And then with Lyoto, um, so he drinks his own urine. Uh this is this has been practiced a lot through human history and it's fucking weird. What's uh, with all this pee so talk? yeah, yeah. So so he, he he was taught to do it by his father and trainer Yoshido, who also drinks his own urine. Apparently they think that the human body's expulsion of waste and toxins possesses some sort of natural medicinal qualities. So two things once again. Uh, once again, I am not a doctor, and number two, I am not a mechanic, but drinking your own piss, it, it's almost like routing your car's exhaust back in the carburetor. No, yeah.
1: Like, really, <laughs> you, don't, you don't reuse the right. oil out of your yeah. car. Uh, the next one, dunk the stick. Bruce Gardner was a journeyman forward for Ottawa Senators and the St. Louis Blues. As a rookie in 1996, he was frustrated by a massive point drought and sought some advice from the veteran Tom Chorsky. Chorsky looked at Gardner's stick and reportedly said that he was treating it too well. He said, "Go dunk it in the toilet and show it who's boss." So after more scoreless games, the Lericulee finally was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to dunk it in the toilet. So after giving his stick a swirly, he scored two goals, and then he just kept dunking in the stick. The points kept rolling in, and he just remembered before every game, he had to dunk his stick and give it a swirly in the toilet.
2: (laughs) Kevin Romberg, whenever someone touched him, Romberg had to touch them back because baseball players are secretly eight years old (laughs) and they have like tons of fun with this. Uh, They would take Romberg and throw the ball out of the stadium only to laugh as he spent hours finding it. Former Major League Rick Sutcliffe, once touched his toe under the bathroom stall and Romberg touched everyone in the clubhouse to make sure he got the culprit. <laughs> <laughs> Players would touch him and take off into the clubhouse and he would spend hours trying to find them and touch them back. If he didn't get you, you, couldn't expect, you could expect a letter that said, this constitutes a touch. <laughs> 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 what a weirdo.
0: All right. <clears throat> Nothing short of hilarious. Jason Terry of the Dallas Mavericks has been one of the most consistent scoring port guards in the NBA over the last five years, but that hasn't stopped him from using a bit of superstition to make sure he never loses his edge. Every night before a game, Terry sleeps in the shorts of his opponent the next day. (laughs) Some some of the men has managed to acquire actual shorts of every team in the NBA and will sleep in them when a team gets a new uniform. Terry gets new shorts. That is great. <laughs> no ifs, ands, or nuts about it. Peanuts
1: in the shell are a major no no for most NASCAR teams. Not shelled peanuts, peanut butter, or peanut butter MMs. Those are all fine. But if it's a nut in a shell, don't bring them around. Uh, the superstition's origins are shrouded in mystery because one story tells of three drivers in the 1930s whose pit crews had peanut shells on the car's hoods and all three of those cars crashed. Uh, another tells of junior Johnson, a member of his crew was eating nuts and Johnson crashed. And guess what he blamed the nuts. Mm. Uh, some drivers don't buy the peanut myth and others are so hardcore. But that why they've. Did, you
2: don't want to take the risk.
1: No, don't take the risk. It's, it's, it's known that one guy at one time had peanuts on the dash and crashed. <laughs> so get him out of here.
2: How to bring a team together in 2008 a Midland Portland cement football team was struggling. So the head coach ordered the entire 16-man team to go and be ritually cleansed. Um, That meant a dunk in the Zambi River. The problem is swimming is prohibited in the river because of the hippos and crocodiles. 16 men went to the river, 15 came out. (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say, the team lost its next match. How
1: dark, but funny. (laughs) Don't go in Zambesi River.
0: Zambesi (laughs)
2: shit. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right. Giant leap for mankind. Baseball players hate the foul line, but it's true, which is why they don't want to touch it ever. And it's not, it's just not an isolated ritual. Um, no one other than a rod who doesn't seem to be a big fan of anything fun and superstitious about baseball, so nobody touches the foul line. Um, most Among the most notable foul line avoiders was Turk Wendell. Turk wouldn't just step over the line like most players. Oh, no, Wendell will take a flying leap over it. It's kind of funny because you see, him, see pictures and stuff. He's always just hurdling it.
1: Well, <laughs> hey, man, you want to stay away?
2: Pooping on the clock. Dwight Howard <laughs> was a physical freak of nature when he first came into the league, but he can't dominate on court until he takes care of business on the toilet. Before every game, this guy drops a deuce, or he says he just doesn't feel right. I guess to fly like Superman, you need to dump some weight. <laughs> <laughs> and so,
1: oohs and Wahs. Patrick Waugh is a superstitious staple of the hockey league. Yeah, Crosby and his sticks are a bit nuts. I blame concussions. But no one takes the cake like Patrick Wah. Pre-game, this dude would skate around the goal and then snap his body perfectly parallel with the crossbar, stand in front of it, and just stare at it. He said he would shrink it in his mind. And not only is that a bit cuckoo, but he also talked to his posts. Yeah, talk to them. When asked why, St. Patrick shrugged and said, because they're my friends. Oh. Talking to posts like they're people is crazy to most but was 315 career wins say otherwise and we would just like to give the honorable mention of all these superstitions to Jason Giambi and his golden thong <laughs> <laughs> As for this week we want to wrap everything up so we want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast we hope you got your fill of sports as well as laughs please make sure to go like us on Facebook follow us on iTunes Spotify and SoundCloud and as for this week this is Garrett this is Nick and Jamie we're the bantering buds